Please turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, if you don't have a Bible this morning, we've provided the passage on your handout. We're in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 10. This is the word of the Lord. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come He might show the surpassing riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, so that we would walk in them. Roho yule atendaye kazi sasa katika wako wana wakuasi. Ambao zamani sisi sote nasi tikienenda kati yao. Katika tamaa za mili yetu, tulipoyatimiza mapenzi ya mwini na, na yania. Tukawa kwa tabia yetu watoto wakasira kama na hao wengine. Lakini mungu kwa kuwa ni mwingi wa rehema kwa mapenzi yake makuu aliotupenda. Hata wakati ule tulipokuwa wafu kwa sababu ya makosa yetu, alituisha pamoja na Kristo yani tumeokolewa kwa neema akatufufua pamoja naye akatuketisha pamoja naye katika ulimwengu wa roho katika Kristo Yesu ili katika zamani zinazokuja audhihirishe wingi wa neema yake kupitao kiasi kwa wema wake wetu sisi katika Kristo Yesu kwa maana mmeokolewa kwa neema kwa njia ya imani ambayo hiyo haikutokana na nafsi zenu ni kipawa cha Mungu wala siko matendo mtu awaye yote asije akajisifu maana tu kazi yake tumeumbwa katika Kristo Yesu tutende mama matendo mema ambayo tokea awali Mungu aliyatengeneza ili tuenende nayo neno la Mungu amen amen now christians do not ever forget your need for a savior wa kristo ama wapendwa tusiai sahau hitaji la Yesu Kristo this is essential. It is essential to Christians in order to live the Christian life. 
If we forget our need for a savior, then we will not love the savior. And if we do not love the savior, then we do not have him as our savior. Listen to that for a moment. There are some of you who need to hear this. If we do not love the Savior, then we do not have Him as our Savior. Romans 8.28 tells us, And we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God. Nasi tuwajua ya kuwa katika mambo yote mungu kufanya kazi pamoja na wale Wampendao katika kuwapatia mema Yani wale walo itua kwa kusudi lake It is not all human beings that God causes all things to work together for their good Sio sisi biyumbeviyake viyote ya mbae mungu anasababisha wema kutendeka ndani yao I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings but that is just not what the Bible says Yo ndi okweli vile mungu amesema kwa maha kutendea wema wote katika ulimengu wake Rather what God reveals to us in his word Lakini mungu kutovana na nilaka matufunulia haya Is that he works all things together for good for those who love him. And the verse continues. To those who are called according to his purpose. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says just as it is written things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love him. Wakorinto wa kwanza sura pili msaru wa tisa unasema hivi, lakini kama ilivyo andikwa, mambo ambayo jicho haliku yaona, wala sikio haliku yasikia, wala hayaku ingia katika mwoyo wa mwanadamu, mambo ambayo mungu aliwaandalia wapendao. And 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8, the word of God says in the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have loved his appearing Second Corinthians four eight yeah, and then First Corinthians sixteen twenty two. There we read, if anyone does not love the Lord, he is to be accursed. Maranatha. Mtu awaye yote asiyempenda kuana na awaye alaniwe. Maranatha. This is what God has revealed to us in His Word. If we do not love Him as Savior, then we do not have Him as our Savior. 
And if we do not know our need for a savior. Na kama tujui hitaji letu kwa kwamba tunahitaji mwokozi, then we will not love him. Kwa hiyo katika hiyo hali hatutampenda yeye. Jesus is not something that we just add to our life in order to make our life a little bit better. Yesu Kristo sio kitu ama kiumbe ambacho tunaongeza katika maisha yetu ili tuboreshe maisha yetu. Brother Jesus is everything. Hii inamaanisha kwamba Yesu ndio kila kitu. We once were lost but now we are found. Hapo mwanzo tulikuwa tumepotea na sasa ametuokoa. And the Lord Jesus Christ who found us, who saved us, he is to be everything in our life, otherwise he is nothing in our life. Na Yesu Kristo ambaye alituondoa katika njia ambayo ni potevu, ambaye alituokoa sisi ni kila kitu katika maisha yetu. We once were dead in our trespasses and sins that is what the apostle paul has written to us mtume paulo anasisitiza akisema kwamba hapo awali tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi zetu we were dead but now we've been a, we've been made alive together with christ hapo awali tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi lakini sasa tumepewa uzima wa milele ndani ya kristo paul longed for christians to love christ Yesu alimemi mtume Paulo alitamani wakristu waweze kumpenda Yesu. And how I long for all of you men, women and children that are here part of Mercy Baptist Church how I long that you would love Christ. Na vile vile mimi nami na, naomba natamani kwamba nyinyi wanaume kwa wanawake na kwa watoto katika kanisa la huruma mweze kumpenda Yesu Kristo. And the first three verses of our passage that we've just read opening the sermon this morning. Na zile aya tatu za kwanza ambazo tumesoma tulipoanza ibada yetu. Those first three passages make so clear our need for a savior. Na hizo aya tatu za kwanza zinaonesha hitaji letu la mwokozi katika maisha yetu. Verse 1 tells us our need of a savior because of our terrible corruption in sin. Aya ya kwanza inatufundisha kwamba kuna hali ya kutisha ya dhambi zetu au ufisadi wa dhambi zetu katika maisha yetu. In verse 2 we see our need of a savior because we are captives of Satan. Na aya ya pili inatuambia kwamba tunahitaji mwokozi kwa sababu sisi ni watumwa wa shetani. And in verse 3 we need a savior because of our condemnation to hell. Na sehemu ya tatu kwamba tunahitaji mwokozi kwa sababu tumehukumiwa kuelekea jehanamu. Christians, we were dead in sin. Wakristo sisi tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi. We were captive to Satan. Sisi tulikuwa watumwa wa shetani. We were condemned to eternity in hell. These are the reasons we needed a savior each and every one of us. We were children of wrath. We must have a savior. No one can save themselves. There's no other name under heaven whereby men might be saved other than the savior the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to imagine yourself in any crisis situation in the world. There are terrible things which happen in this world. Imagine yourself in one of those very bad terrible situations. 
Chukua muda hapo fikiria kwamba umepatikana katika hali hatari sana katika maisha yako. In the year 2015 there was a terrorist attack at Garissa University. Mwaka wa 2015 kulikuwa na ushambulizi wa magaidi kule katika chuo kikuu cha Garissa. Four men from the terrorist group Al-Shabaab. Kuna magaidi wanne ambao wanatoka katika kundi la wagaidi ambao wanaitwa Al-Shabaab. Came into the university with guns. Walia katika chuo kikuu wakiwa na wamejihami kwa bunduki. And killed 148 wakeza kuwa watu karibu 148 imagine yourself in that crisis or any other terrible crisis that you can imagine listen God's word makes it clear that that is your situation right now Mungu kulingana maandiko anakuambia wazi kwamba hiyo ndio hali ambayo unapitia wakati huu. As you sit here in this church service, you are in a terrible situation. Mungu ameweka wazi kwamba vile ambavyo tumekaa kanisani leo tumekuja katika ibada, hali yetu inatisha sana. Your situation is far more critical, far more urgent, far more terrible without a savior than anything you can imagine in this world. Mungu anahimiza anasisitiza kwamba hali yetu sasa ni hali ya dharura, hali ya kutisha, hali ambayo inafaa kushughulikiwa mara moja katika maisha yetu. No one else is going to tell you this. Hakuna mtu mwingine ambaye atakwambia ila Mungu peke yake. Only God and his messengers will tell you the truth. Ni Mungu peke yake ni wanawajumbe wake ndio atakwambia ujumbe huu. The truth about your situation if you have no savior. Ya kwamba hiyo ndio hali ambayo unapitia kama hauna mwokozi. Everyone else is deceived by their own wicked heart. Kila mmoja wetu amedanganywa na moyo wetu ambao umejaa uovu. And they are deceived by the works of Satan. Na pia zaidi tunadanganywa na kazi za shetani. That is why so many fill churches who are preaching false gospels. Ndio maana watu wengi sisi wetu watu wengi tunapenda kutembea katika kanisa ambazo zinahubiri injili ya ufanisi. That is why so many people are filling false churches who preach only that God has a wonderful plan for your life. God wants you to be rich. God wants you to be healthy. Ndio maana watu wengi tunapenda kwenda katika kanisa ambazo zinahubiri injili ya bandia ambayo tuambia kwamba ujumbe ulitoka kwa Mungu ni kwamba tutakuwa matajiri, tutakuwa na afya bora, tutaishi maisha marefu. And so very few attend churches like Mercy Baptist Church where the truth of God is preached. Ndio maana wengine wengi wetu hatupendi kuhudhuria ibada katika kanisa kama ya huruma kwa sababu ukweli wa injili unanenwa. Because most people are deceived by their wicked hearts and they're deceived by the works of Satan. Kisa na maana ni kwamba wengi wetu tunadanganya na mioyo ambaye imejaa uovu na tunaelekea katika mambo ambayo tunataka tunapenda kusikia mambo mambo ambayo yanapendeza masikio yetu and they don't know the truth they don't understand that their situation is so terrible ya kwamba sisi wengi wetu hatujui kwamba hali yetu ni ya kutisha ya kutatanisha na tunahitaji ukweli they have no idea that what is waiting for them upon their death is with nothing but weeping and gnashing of teeth. Ya kwamba wengi wetu tufahamwa kwamba tukielekea maukini tutakuwa na hali ya kukilio na kusaga meno. But then in verse 4 we get to some of the most wonderful words we could ever imagine. Lakini tukifika aya nne tunapata mambo maneno ya ajabu tungependa ambayo tungependa kuyasikia. You might be sitting there thinking to yourself, Jeff, this is Christmas. 
Why are you bringing us all this bad news? I'm just preaching what is in the text. Bad news is there. For those who don't have a savior. But in verse 4 we get to some of the most wonderful words we could ever hear. Imagine yourself at that attack at Garissa University. Men are shooting people all around you. The terrorists have guns but no one else there has guns in order to defend themselves. And you find a place to hide. All around you you hear gunshots. You hear people screaming and crying as they die from their bullet wounds. And the gunshots are getting closer and closer to where you are hiding. You know it is only a few more moments until the gunman finds you and you also Uh, suffer the same fate as everyone else and then all of a sudden you hear the most wonderful words you could hear in that situation the kdf is here people have come to save you And the bad guys are taken out. Good guys with guns are now there. And your life is spared. This is what happens on a much higher level now in verse 4. We read the most wonderful words that those who are dead in their wickedness in their sins and their trespasses. The best words that such people could hear. The best words that people who have been deceived and blinded by the works of Satan. The best words that such people could hear. If you have been given God's grace to understand what a terrible situation you are in as a sinner. Then I'm just sure that God has also given you the grace to understand what beautiful words these are. In verse 4 we read the words but God. But God. But God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our transgressions made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved 
aya 4 na 5 nasema hivi lakini Mungu kwa kuwa ni mwingi wa rehema kwa mapenzi yake makuu aliyetupenda hata wakati ule tulipokuwa wafu kwa sababu ya makosa yetu alituhuisha pamoja na Kristo yani tumeokolewa kwa neema listen to this sikiza haya maneno and may god by his grace open your blind eyes to see what wonderful news this is kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu waweze kufungua macho yako na masikio yako uweze kujua kwamba ujumbe huu ni wa ajabu we were dead in sin. Sisi tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi. Some of you people as you sit there this morning you still are. Kati yetu kati yetu tumekaa kanisani sisi bado ni wafu katika dhambi. God tells us every church service there are those among us who are alive and those who are dead. Mungu katika kila ibada katika kila jumla ya nafasi ya kuweza kumwabudu Mwenyezi Mungu anataambia kwamba kuna wale ambao ni wafu na kuna wale ambao ameuisha. And the worst thing about the dead is the ignorance. They're dead and yet they don't even know it. Jambo la kutisha kwa wale ambao ni wafu ni kwamba hawafahamu kwamba wako ni wafu wa kiroho katika dhambi. But those of you who have been made alive together with Christ you know lakini wale kati yetu wameuhuishwa pamoja na Yesu Kristu wanajua ukweli. You know what it is we are reading here from the words of Paul. Wanajua maana ambapo vile Mtume Paulo anasema kwamba tumeokolewa kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu. We were captive to the prince of the power of the air. Tulikuwa watumwa kutokana na ule mfalme wa angani. We were captive to the same spirit that is working now even today in the sons of disobedience. Tulikuwa watumwa katika nafasi ya yule ile roho ambaye inafanya wengi wetu kuwa watumwa wa shetani. We were slaves to sin. Sisi tulikuwa watumwa wa dhambi. But God, lakini Mungu, raised us with Christ and made us to sit with him in the heavenly places. Alituisha na katuinua pamoja na Yesu Kristu na katufanya tukaketi pamoja na Kristu kule mbinguni. We were children of wrath. Sisi tulikuwa watoto wa ghadhabu. That is what God says of us. Mungu ananena hivyo juu yetu sisi. We were deserving nothing but the torments of hell. Tulistahili hali ya mateso ambayo inapatikana jehanamu. But God. Lakini Mungu instead of pouring out his wrath on us he will instead spend eternity pouring out his grace on us lakini atachukua muda wake milele na milele kutupatia neema yake showing us the immeasurable riches of his loving kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Akituonesha wingi wa ukarimu wetu kupitia kwa rehema zake ndani ya Yesu Kristo kwa sababu ya matendo ya Kristo mwenyewe. What an amazing wonderful God he is. Ni Mungu wa ajabu ambaye anatuonesha haya. Ni Mungu wa ajabu ako kati yetu. And those of you who aren't sitting there in your seats right now hearing these words praising our everlasting father how i fear for your souls lakini katika ambao tumekaa kanisani siku ya leo kama uhisi ya kwamba Mungu amekukuza neno la Mungu alijadilika ndani yako tunaomba kwamba tuweze kupata nafasi ya kumjua zaidi na zaidi but for those of you who understand who has been by god's grace given an understanding of how important This message from Ephesians is. Lakini kati yetu wale ambao wanaelewa kwamba ujumbe ambao unapatikana katika kitabu cha Efeso ni wa maana sana kupitia kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu. How wonderful 
It is that instead of giving us what we deserve, God gives us that which we do not deserve. Ya kama ni kitu cha ajabu ya kwamba Mungu anatupatia ile mambo ambayo hatustahili kwa sababu sisi tunastahili kadhaa ya Mwenyezi Mungu kilio na kusaka mena. And there's three of those things that I want to focus on now. Na kuna vitu vitatu ambavyo nataka kuangazia asubuhi ya leo. Three things that instead of getting what we deserve God gives us what we do not deserve. Kuna vitu vitatu ambavyo Mungu anatupatia ambazo hatustahili lakini tunastahili kadhaa yake. If we have him as our savior. Lakini tukiwa kama tukiwa kama mwokozi wetu anatupatia hizi vitu vitatu. The first is instead of wrath we get kindness. Badala ya kwanza ni kwamba badala ya ghadhabu ya Mwenyezi Mungu tunapewa ukarimu wake. Notice this wonderful truth that God instead of the wrath that we deserve he gives us kindness. Angazia kwamba badala ya ghadhabu ya Mwenyezi Mungu anatupatia ukarimu wake. Verse 3 says that we were by nature children of wrath. Katika aya ya tatu tunaambiwa kwamba katika asili yetu tulikuwa watoto wa ghadhabu. Just like the rest of mankind. Kama vile viumbe vingine vyote vya Mwenyezi Mungu. That is how everyone enters into this world. We enter as children of wrath. Sisi wote waingia katika ulimwengu huu kama watoto wa ghadhabu. By our very nature that is why we that is what we are at our birth. Asili yetu ni kwamba sisi tunapenda kutenda dhambi. Asili yetu ni kwamba tulizaliwa katika dhambi. And we were also rebellious against God that we deserved nothing but his wrath. Sisi tulikuwa wana wa kuasi kwa sababu tulikuwa na stahili kadhabu yake. You know several nights uh, each week we like to build a fire and sit around it. Uh, just to enjoy here at Mercy Home. Kila ma, kila wakati ama kwa Juma kwa siku kadhaa huwa tunatengeneza sehemu ambayo tunaweza ota moto na tuweza kusoma neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. Some nights we'll even have a Bible study around the fire. Ma, wakati mwingine pia tunajifundisha neno la Mungu katika sehemu hiyo. And uh, uh, when we do so I always let the children build the fire and our children love to build very big fires. Na wakati wanaenda kukafanya maombi kama haya wanaachia watoto kwa nafasi ya kutengeneza moto. They put a lot of wood for fuel in that fire. Wanachukua kuni mingi ili waashe moto mkubwa. And it always feels great at first. Na mara ya kwanza wanapowasha moto wamekaa pamoja inakaa ni vizuri sana wanahisi vizuri. But soon the, the fire grows bigger and hotter and sparks will start to fly na wakati miali ya moto inazidi na kunakuwa na joto zaidi and now when that happens everyone wants to move away from the fire it's no longer feeling good wakati miali inaanza kutupa joto inaanza kuzidi kila mtu anaanza kusonga mbali and every time this happens i can't help but think of the fires of hell na wakati hiyo hali inatendeka fikra zangu zinaelekea katika moto wa ziwa la moto la jehanamu You know the fires of hell are nothing uh, are, are let me say this they are far greater than anything we can even imagine here on earth. Ile hali ya moto ambayo unapatikana katika ziwa la jehanamu hauwezi kulinganishwa na chochote hapo ulimwenguni. And the worst part about the fires of hell is that you will never escape them. Kwamba hali ya kutisha zaidi ni kwamba moto ambao unapatikana kule jehanamu hautaepukana nao. There's no place where you can move away so it's not as hot hakuna mahali ambao unaweza sema kama nenda kusimama alafu kisha nirejee and perhaps the worst part about hell is it is for eternity once, once you are there there is no hope of escape 
na kitu cha zaidi ni kwamba unapoingia kule jehanamu hautatoweka kwa sababu utachomeka milele na milele and it is jesus himself who warns us several times about hell na Mungu ama Yesu Kristo mwenyewe ndiye anatuonya mara nyingi juu ya jehanamu. In Matthew 5:30 he says if your right hand makes you stumble cut it off and throw it from you for it's better to lose one of your parts of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 5 mstari wa 30 tunaambiwa kwamba kama mkono wako wa kulia ukipletea shida ukate kuliko uache hiyo sehemu ibaki na uelekee kule jehanamu. And in Matthew 25:46 he says these will go away into eternal punishment. Katika kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 25 mstari wa mstari wa 46 tunaambiwa kwamba yule ambaye anazidi kutenda dhambi ataelekea kule jehanamu. But the righteous into eternal life. Lakini wenye haki wataelekea katika uzima wa milele. And we could bring up more a verse after verse of Jesus warning the people about hell. Na tunaweza leta mistari baada ya mistari vile ambavyo Yesu anatuonya juu ya kwenda jehanamu. Again and again Jesus warned that it is appointed to each man to die and after that comes judgment. Mara kwa mara Yesu ametuambia kwamba kuna siku ambayo tumewekewa ambayo tutakufa na kuna siku ambayo tumewekewa ambayo tutakuwa katika nafasi ya uhukumu. And in the judgment those who are found guilty that is everyone who has no savior na wale ambao watapatikana na hatia wakati ya hukumu wale ambao hawana mwokozi they will be cast into hell hao wote watatupwa katika ziwa la moto kule jehanamu that is the warning na hiyo ndio onyo and verse 3 warns us that each and every one of us at one time we also were children of wrath na katika aya tatu tunaonya mara kwa mara kama kati yetu kila mmoja wetu wakati mmoja alikuwa mtoto wa ghadhabu every one of us we were deserving of hell kila mmoja wetu alistahili jehanamu but then comes the merciful promise of verse 7 lakini kuna ile ahadi ya rehema ambayo inapatikana katika aya ya saba that is for those who believe in the lord jesus christ as savior kwa wale ambao wanaamini yesu kristo kama mwokozi wao that in the ages to come god might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us in christ jesus ili katika zamani zinazokuja udirishe wingi wa neema yake umitao kiasi kwa wema wake kwetu sisi katika kristu yesu those who are in Christ. Wa, wale ambao wanapatikana katika Yesu Kristu. That is those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. Wale ambao ni wanamilikiwa na Yesu Kristu kupitia kwa imani. Those who believe that Christ is their savior. Wale ambao wanaamini kwamba Yesu Kristu ndiyo mwokozi wao. Instead of wrath, they get kindness. Badala ya ghadhabu watapata ukarimu. Just think about that for a moment. Tafakari juu ya hayo kwa muda mchache. If you could choose anyone in the entire universe to show you kindness. Kama ungepata nafasi ya kuweza kuchagua mtu mmoja katika huu ulimwengu ambaye anaweza kuonesha ukarimu. Would it not be God? Hakuna mwingine ila Mungu peke yake. The creator and the owner of the entire universe. Yule ambaye anamiliki na ambaye aliumba ulimwengu wote. If you could choose anyone to show you kindness wouldn't it be him kama ungeweza kuchagua mtu ambaye anaweza kuonesha ukarimu je singekuwa tu Yesu Kristo ama Mwenyezi Mungu peke yake now you might be able to think of hundreds of ways that god can show you kindness unaweza waza njia tofauti nyingi sana ambayo Mungu anaweza kuonesha ukarimu wake we often come to church with those ideas oh if god would just 
you know, uh, pay the school fees this year, or if God would just uh, provide me a turkey for Christmas, or, or whatever. Na pengine tuta kuja kanisani na maombi ama duwa tofauti, unataka karo ya shule, unataka mavazi, unataka chakula, kwa mfano unataka pata mzinga. We can all think of so many ways that God could show us kindness. But I'm telling you, according to the, the Bible, the kindness of God is infinitely greater than you could ever imagine. Lakini katika kulingana maandiko matakatifu ukarimu ambao unatoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu hauna mwisho hauna mwanzo ni kitu ambayo inaendelea milele na milele. And God will pour out that kindness on us for all eternity in heaven. Na Mungu atatuwekea ukarimu wake milele na milele kule mbinguni. For those who belong to him by faith. Kwa wale ambao ni wake kupitia kwa imani. The second uh, the second thing I want us to see from the passage that which we deserve but we don't get instead we get something else. That is instead of the captivity that we deserve we get freedom. Verse 2 says that we all once walked according to the course of this world. Some of you still are. Some of you are still bound in that captivity of a deceived mind following the wicked ways of this world. We were just like everyone else. Every one of us. Following the ways of this world. Which as we read is Satan at work in the sons of disobedience. Centered on God. And the condition of the unbeliever is hopeless. But God. Lakini Mungu in verse 6 raised us up with him and made us sit with him in heavenly places but what does that mean? We are all here at church. How can we who are believers be seated with Christ in the heavenly places? We are not yet physically there. But at our conversion God takes our heart and he puts it in heaven with Christ. Colossians 3:3 For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. We are new creatures in Christ. With new desires. And new affection. 
Heaven is where our heart is. Our desires and our affections, what we now want to do, all of it is now for God. And it's no longer on ourselves. It's no longer on ourselves. We're no longer selfish. We're no longer just desiring the ways of this world. We may look like we are here in the world. But the world does not hold our affections. We now live here in this world in a foreign land. Knowing this is not our home. We belong in heaven. We are born slaves to sin. Romans 6:17 but Thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were committed. Warumi sura ya sita mstari wa 17 inasema hivi lakini Mungu ashukuria kwa maana mlikuwa watumwa wa dhambi lakini mliitii kwa mioyo yenu ile namna ya elimu ambayo mliwekewa chini yake. We were all born slaves to sin. Kuna wakati mmoja sisi wote tulizaliwa kama watumwa wa dhambi. But God lakini Mungu when he converts us anapotubadilisha sisi he delivers us from our bondage to sin. Anatuondoa and he makes us free in Christ. Now today the world is celebrating Christmas. And this, this that we are talking about here in Ephesians chapter 2, this is the meaning of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. The promised Messiah came into the world. To die for sinners. In order to free them from the penalty and the power of sin. The problem is many many of the people celebrating Christmas do not know this and they don't believe it because it is not true in their lives and instead of celebrating their savior Instead they are celebrating their own destruction. And out of sheer ignorance they don't even know it. But for those who believe instead of wrath they've been given kindness. One third and final point from this text 
that which we deserve instead of getting it we get what we don't deserve that is instead of death we get life according to verse 1 we were dead in our trespasses we were dead in our trespasses and our sins this means that we were spiritually unable to do anything pleasing to god We were born without the ability to do anything that is good. Even things which we think are good like taking care of orphans and widows as the Bible commands us to do. Hata ile hali ambayo katika majoni yetu tunaona kama ni kitu kibora kufanya kwa mfano kutunza wale ambao ni mayatima ama wajane. In our condition of being spiritually dead we would always do those good things with wrong intentions. We would do them for selfish reasons. For wrong reasons. And so being spiritually dead even if we do something which is good it is not good. The corruption of our sin was so great and so deep that we would not even seek after God. Ufisadi wa dhambi zako hali yako ya dhambi hali yako ya kutisha haiwezi kuruhusu wewe kumtafuta Mwenyezi Mungu. Romans 3:11. Kitabu cha Warumi sura ya 3 mstari wa 11. Says there is none who understands there is none who seeks for God. Hakuna afahamuye hakuna amtafutaye Mungu. We were nothing but corrupt sinners. Sisi ni watu ambao ni asili yetu ilikuwa dhambi. Everything which we thought, everything which we did, it was guided by our selfish, sinful desires. Kila kitu ambacho tunatenda, tunawaza, kinaelekezwa, kinaongozwa na tamanio zetu ambazo zimejaa uovu. There was no spiritual good in us. Hakuna nafasi ya wema katika kiroho. We were spiritually dead, lost in our sin. Tulikuwa wafu katika nafasi ya kiroho na tumepotea katika njia za Mwenyezi Mungu. But God, lakini Mungu, did not leave us in our condition of death. Lakini hakutuacha katika hali ya mauti. The way that he has left the fallen angels. Bila ambavyo aliwaacha wale malaika waliofungukiwa na utukufu. And the way that he has left the unbelievers. Na bila ambavyo ameacha wale amekosa kuamini. Even though we could do uh, nothing which was spiritually good. Hata kama hatuwezi tena kitu chochote ambacho kinafurahisha kiroho. Because we were dead. Kwa sababu tulikuwa wafu. Even though we could not choose to follow Christ. Hata kama hatuwe hatuna uwezo wa kuweza kumfuata Yesu Kristo. God made us alive. Mungu aliweza kutuisha. God took our heart of stone and gave us a heart of flesh. Mungu alichukua moyo wetu wa mawe akatupatia moyo wa nyama. So that we could now do something which was spiritually good ili tuweze kufanya mambo ya kiroho ambayo yanampendeza yeye that is we could repent and believe the gospel ili tuweze kutubu na kuamini injili that is how we are saved hiyo ndio njia pekee ambayo unaweza pata uokovu it is god who saves us ni mungu pekee yake anatuokoa hebrews 12:2 
kitabu cha Ibrania sura ya 12 mstari wa kwanza Fixing our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God Hebrews 12:2 Kitabu cha Ibrania sura ya 12 mstari aya pili nasema hivi tukimtazama Yesu mwenye kuanzisha na mwenye kutimiza imani yetu ambaye kwa ajili ya furaha iliyowekwa mbele yake alimstahimili msalaba na kuidharao aibu naye ameketi mkono wa kume wa kiti cha enzi cha Mungu It is Jesus who is the author of our faith. Yesu ndiyo mwanzilishi wa imani yetu. We did not make our faith ourselves. Sisi wenyewe hatuwezi tengeneza ama kuumba imani. Christ came into the world to die for sinners. Yesu alikuja kati yetu kufa kwa sababu ya watendadani. So that God would have a people who belong to him. Ili Mungu awe na watu ambao ni wake anamiliki hao watu. A people who are spiritually alive and who are holy. Watu ambao wana uzima wa kiroho na wanampenda na kumtegemea yeye. We were once dead in sin. Hapo mwanzo hapo awali tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi. But God made us alive. Lakini Mungu alituisha. We were once captive to Satan. Na kuna wakati tulikuwa watumwa katika dhambi. But God made us free. Lakini Mungu alituweka huru. We were once children of wrath. Kuna wakati tulikuwa watoto wa ghadhabu ya Mungu. But God has promised to pour out the riches of his loving kindness on us for all eternity. Lakini Mungu ametuahidi kwamba atatupatia utajiri wa rehema wake kwa nafasi ya milele na milele. How? How do we have these riches? Na je, tutapataje utajiri wa rehema kutoka kwake? What do we have to do? Nini tunastahili kufanya? Now verse 8 answers. Na aya nani natupatia jibu? For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Aya nani nasema hivi kwa maana mmeokolewa kwa neema kwa njia ya imani ambayo hiyo haitokani na nafsi zenu ili kipawa cha Mungu wala si kwa matendo ya wao mtu wote. If life from the dead is given to you by God's grace. Kama unauishwa kupitia kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu and freedom from Satan and sin is given to you by God's grace. Na unapata kuwekwa uhuru kupitia kupitia kwa Yesu Kristo ama neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu. And the hope of the eternal kindness of God is given to you by God's grace. Na tumaini la kuwa na ukarimu wa Mwenyezi Mungu katika nafasi ya milele katika maisha yako inapatikana kupitia kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. Then there is nothing that you can do in order to earn that grace. Na hii inamaanisha kwamba wewe binadamu hakuna juhudi, hakuna bidii, hakuna nafasi ambayo unaweza tenda ili kupata wokovu ambao unatoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. If you must do something in order to deserve the grace of God then by definition it is not grace. Na kama unatakana ama unastahili kufanya jambo lolote ili upokee neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu unajua kwamba sio neema. There's nothing you can do to earn the grace of God. Hakuna lolote ambalo unaweza tenda ili upate ama ustahili neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu. All you can do is receive it. Kazi yako ni kupokea. And the only possible way to receive this wonderful salvation of God 
is through faith. Na njia pekee ya ajabu ya kuweza kupokea hii imani ni kupitia kwa hii neema ni kupitia kwa imani. By grace you are saved through faith. Kwa neema umeokolewa kupitia kwa imani. That is what the word says. Hiyo ndio vile neno linanena. And even that faith is not your own doing. Hata ile imani ambayo unapokea sio yako. If God was waiting for you to make that saving faith for yourself. Kama Mungu angekuwa anasubiri wewe utengeneze ile imani ya kukuokoa, then you would never do it. Kweli ni kwamba hakuna kati yetu ana wakati wa kama huo. If God was waiting for me to make within myself faith in order to seek after God. Kama Mungu alikuwa anasubiri mimi niweze kutengeneza imani ili niweze kuelekea katika nafasi ya kumkaribia Mwenyezi Mungu then I would never be safe. Ukweli ni kwamba sikiwa nimeokolewa. We were spiritually dead. Sisi tulikuwa wafu katika nafasi ya kiroho. Unable to do anything spiritually good. Tumeshindwa kutenda lolote ambalo ni neema ama njema katika nafasi ya kiroho. None of you could make yourself to have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hakuna kati yetu ambaye ana uwezo wa kuleta imani ambayo inapatikana ndani ya Yesu Kristo. But God, lakini Mungu has saved you by his grace through faith that he gives you. Mungu ameweza kutuokoa kupitia kwa neema na imani ambayo inapatikana ndani ya Yesu Kristo. The faith of God is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Neema ya Mungu sio yako, ni kipaji ama kipawa kutoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. What wonderful news. Hiyo ni habari ambayo ni ajabu because if we're honest with ourselves, we have to admit there is nothing worth us that God should save us. Kama tunasema kwamba tunaangalia ndani yetu tunaona ukweli ni kwamba kati yetu tunajua kwamba hakuna kitu ni cha zamani ndani yetu ambacho kinaweza fanya Mungu atuokoe sisi. But God, lakini Mungu, even though we were dead in our transgressions and our sins. Hata kama tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi na hali yetu ya kuvunja sheria, made us alive together with Christ. Alituisha pamoja na Kristo. What a wonderful truth. To be reminded of on this Christmas day. The day where the world is is celebrating a savior that most of them do not even know. But for those of us who have been given the gift of faith by God, lakini kwa wale kati yetu ambao wamepewa ile kipawa cha imani kupitia kwa Mwenyezi Mungu our hearts sing with joy in heaven this morning for what our great savior has done moyo wetu inaima na furaha kwa sababu tuko kule mbinguni tunasherekea kazi ambayo Yesu ametenda kama mwokozi wetu at this time i want to ask everyone to please stand naomba kwamba kila mmoja aende kusimama And it is time for 